welcome to the sim podcast i'm your co-host eric and i'm always joined by my co-host ron what up ron what's going on we discuss the national football league on a weekly basis including the playoffs let's go Okay, Ron, week number 10 just passed, and we're doing this uh, auxiliary style because you are not in the same, you're not in the HQ today. So what's, what's going on, Ron? Why are, you, why, why are you missing the HQ? Yeah, man, not feeling well at all. Had a fever today. It's sick the last couple of days. It's been uh, pretty terrible. Um, but I'm hanging in there. I'll be all right. Ready for tomorrow. Week week 11 starts with the uh, Patriots tomorrow. So we'll do what we can. We're doing it uh, remotely today. I'm not in the headquarters like you said, but we'll make the best of this. And, you know, this was good because this is kind of I had like a practice run since we're also going to be doing it. Uh, long distance when I'm away so it's so good in the hood like the saying says uh, before we get into the reviews let's do some top news and there's really not much to pick from I do see that Cam could be a possible start against Washington what, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm happy for him, uh, for sure. Um, you know, he was able to sign, you know, I don't know if it's been a full week yet, but he played this past week, which was good. He looked pretty impressive in a small amount of time that he played. Um, I think, you know, for Carolina, it's like, what, what other options do they have? So he gives them, I think, the best chance they feel to win. And obviously, you know, he's in pretty good shape still. He can still look like he can still make some really good throws uh, in the limited uh, time that he was throwing. So is Sam Darnold, is he done? He's probably not going to play again, right? I mean, it's pretty pretty, uh, predictable that Cam Newton is going to start the rest of the way. I would imagine so. Sam is not the answer. he hasn't played well. He played well the first couple of games, and then he's been terrible since then. So my guess is, is he's done his, his uh, career there in, in Carolina is over. So looking at the overall picture, does that make Carolina a contender in that division, or are they still going to come second place? You know, that's a, that's a tough question. I think it, they're, a, they're a slightly better now, believe it or not, uh, with Cam than they are with uh, Sam or P.J. Walker, you know, playing. I think, and they're not that far out of it um, where they can't make a run and, you know, get into the back into the playoffs somehow. So I think they're in contention. I think they're going to be one of those bubble teams for the rest of the, for the, rest of the year. Um, and I think, I think they have a, a legitimate chance to get in. Yeah, because, I mean, looking at the... Uh their Saints record so they're the Saints are five and four and Carolina is five and five so you can I mean this is 
this division all of a sudden got tight because the Bucks are only up by a, by a win. They're six and three. Yeah, the Bucks. You know, they're six and three and haven't really been playing that well. The Saints. You know, I think they they're coming off a win, but you know, Trevor Simeon, you don't know what to expect from him week in and week out. So. I think it's up for grabs outside of the, the top teams, you know, the Cowboys, Cardinals, Packers, uh, and Rams. Uh, the Bucks, I, you know, I think, I think uh, it's much wide open. And there's like you seven five, you still got the Saints slightly ahead of them. Um, but in the other divisions, the Vikings are only four and five right now. Uh, you know, you, you got the 49ers are four and five. And then the Eagles, well, they're four and six, and the rest of their division is terrible. So they're in it, I think, for one of the wild card spots for sure. Yeah, I think I think that um, they getting they they know that they have a good defense, and they know that they have you know McCaffrey there who can it's kind of like a do it all back end receiver. So I think the coach overall that this was a smart move in their part, right? Yeah, for sure. I think, it, well, you know, there's little risk to this anyways uh, for them. So you're bringing somebody at, you know, in that they're familiar with um, that, you know, you don't probably don't have to change too much. You, you can go back to what you were doing when he was there. Um, you still got, for the most part, the same uh, people on offense. Uh, it's not like you've completely changed the personnel. So, yeah, it was a smart thing for them to do. Um probably shouldn't have taken this long for them to do it but uh, I think they're doing it at a you know with sufficient time to to win some games like I said and and find a way to uh, sneak in now Cam's not the long-term answer so you know he's still going to be in the same position next year when it's time to draft looking for a quarterback for 2022 Um, but I think Cam gives you the best chance for this year for sure so does that mean that they're I mean, are they throwing in? You can. I mean, can you count Carolina as part of the Deshaun, Deshaun Watson uh, lottery now? Honestly, I don't know who's in and who's out. I think there's certain teams for sure that probably want nothing to do with that situation. I think they look at the risk as being way too high. Um, now things can change, right? Like those cases can be all dismissed within the next couple months. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's, you know, obviously the top commodity and you know, everyone's going to want him. But um, I think there's still going to be some teams that are quarterback needy who, who are just going to say, you know what, we don't want the trouble. We don't want the headache. We, and we just don't want to give up, you know, what Houston's asking for. We'll, we'll go uh, look to rebuild completely, um, you know, by drafting someone instead. The other, the other item in the news is it looks like the NFL is going to change their COVID protocols for the Thanksgiving holiday. So are they pretty much expecting the players to mingle with like relatives that they haven't seen all year? Yeah, and I think it's you know it's smart for them to, um, I, I think to make the change. So. Um, I know, I think all players, regardless of vaccination, will need to wear masks next week. I think that's what I read. Might be mistaken, but um, yeah, I think it makes sense. You know, people are going to be with their families for the most part. Um, They want to be extra safe. We've already, you know, had these last couple of weeks, some folks, some some impact players show up on the COVID list. 
included Big Ben and uh, Aaron Rodgers. So um, we don't want to go backwards. I, have to, I think they realize they don't want to go backwards and and potentially have to like cancel games uh, or anything like that. So it's it's not that unthinkable for that to happen. So I think they're taking every precaution, uh, which I don't blame for for doing that at all. Yeah, I mean they're ramping up the uh, they're ramping up the testing. They're ramping up their whole quarantine protocol so i mean you know you can't how can you blame them they, the last thing they want is to as you mentioned cancel a game because of covid uh they already you know some marquee players are missing due to the whole covid 19 so it, that's already hurting them the their pockets as it is and they're not gonna reschedule a game or cancel a game because of it so that was kind of smart on their part The other news is uh, Joy Flacco might get the start over Mike White. So I guess this whole Mike White thing was a two-week, a two-week uh, relationship, a two-week uh, love affair. What would you call that? Yeah. Because it looked like they were ready to replace Zach Wilson. Yeah, it, it's crazy. At, you know, at first, you know, Jet fans were like pissed that. Uh, Mike White was even a backup to begin with, and then when they saw him come in and play well, they were like, "Well, you know, let's let's you know, why 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 is he not our franchise guy?" And now it's like, "Okay, let's get rid of him again." So, you know, that's the up and downs in the NFL. Um, that's what happens. So, you know, they they're gonna go with uh, Joe Flacco this week. Um, I think they're a little bit what you know. Robert Salai said, if that's his, uh, the coach's name, he, you know, he's uh, concerned with uh miami blitzing a lot and they you know joe flacco has that experience i think um to avoid some of the uh the blitzes and make the right reads uh and quick decisions to avoid you know taking taking sacks and stuff so that's what they're going with um you know it's not like just have a chance to make the playoffs or anything i don't know if i necessarily would have would made this call um you know i think if if Zach Wilson is close to 100%. He needs to get in there. Uh, but it sounds like he's not quite there just yet. Well, let me let me ask you about because I'm looking I'm looking at the week 10 upsets. Would you consider the Niners beating the Rams an upset? Yeah. I I would. Um, I think it, you know, it was um, you know, the Rams I didn't think necessarily that they would be a hundred percent prepared to go uh, this week with Odell and um, you know um, some of the other changes that they've had had to make. Um, Von Miller, uh, you know, signing late as well. So you know, I didn't think necessarily we're seeing them at a hundred percent right now. At the same time, they. We t I think I talked about this last week, right? The Rams' issue on defense is that you can attack them um, when you're running the ball. And that's what San Francisco did, and they knew that. And they just pounded them. You know, they dominated up front. Uh, and you just, like, kept running and running and running and running, ran it down to their throats. And that's the way you, you beat the Rams. That's the formula uh, for it to work. But, you know, I think, you know, in two, three, four weeks when Odell gets settled, um, they'll be a little bit better on offense. I just don't know what to make of their defense at all. Well, the other game that I kind of 
I, I did consider this game an upset was the Dolphins beating the Ravens. So, because the Ravens are were like the number one team or are the number one team in total yards. And it looked like, I mean, I'm looking at the stats right now and they got bottled up by the Miami Dolphins. So, it's, it's Miami Dolphins is a good defense. Would you say, would you agree? I think they're okay. Um, you know, how good they are, I, I don't know. I think that this game was more so what the what the Ravens failed to do. They just failed to execute. Um, and, you know, I think every team's going to have something on their schedule where they're either just like, what, you know, what the heck happened here? I don't think, you know, for the Ravens, um, it's necessarily going to change their outlook at all i think the dolphins is, it was just you know with two of playing um it was just a, a good matchup for them um and they were able to make some some key plays um and the ravens just just didn't have it this week so i think lamar and, and the ravens they'll, they'll be okay yeah i mean it was it was six and three at halftime and you were kind of wondering like Okay, anytime, Lamar, you can just take over the game. And I told you while I was watching the game, I was like, for some reason, he didn't run the ball in the first half at all. I don't know. I know he was sacked a lot and he was under pressure a lot. But, I mean, use what God gave you. You got to run the legs. I, I I know that uh, the coach, you know, they have a new offensive coordinator. I, I, don't know, I don't know what kind of plays he was calling, but... I, I just wasn't feeling it by the time the second kind second half came around and he was actually running the ball and no one could guard him but it was like too little to wait I don't know yeah too much pressure just like the bills and some other teams too much pressure on one one player um, they have to come up with some sort of running game for sure um, Devonte Freeman 10 carries 35 yards and Le'Veon who just got cut you know he just had three car- carries for a yard so you know, too many injuries, right? Before the season started, I think it's starting to show up now with the run game. So it's going to be all on Lamar to have uh, MVP year again for him. Uh, that's what he's going to need to get them into the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting week. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about in, for top news? Uh, I think that for the most part, that's that's pretty much it. Those those are that's what's going on. I think COVID, like we said earlier, is is starting to wreak havoc. Um, you know, we got a couple games, for example, we're about about to talk about with the Steelers against the Chargers. We got a couple key players that are there, uh, just added to the COVID list. So, uh, but that's that's you know what's going on for top news. <laughs> Okay, so moving on f- to uh, the the games. So we'll, we'll start with the Patriots because they like they totally dominated the Browns. I would say final score was seven to forty-five. It was twenty-four to seven by halftime. What did you think about this game? It was an ass whooping, um, beginning to end, and um, you know. The Browns just seem all out out of sorts, right? And, and you know, 
I think this is the beginning of the end, honestly, for them. <laughs> um, you know, I've told you, I expected them to do a little better. I thought I had, you know, I, I may have had them winning like 10 or 11 games, but like but being bounced out in the playoffs. But this is uh, it's a situation where you, your quarterback, who it looks like he's going to play again next week or try to play, um, he's not 100% at all. You just lost probably your best receiver. Um, you're down uh, a running back uh, or two. Um, lots of injuries, lots of questions. Um, I don't know where they go from here. Um, you know, I don't know where the Browns are going to go for, from here at all. And, and for the Patriots, you know, they, they're, they're, you know, they're on the up, up and up, right? So they're, uh, I think, a game out of first place right now. Um, they look really impressive. Things are coming together offensively. And defensively, they're they're you know they're holding their own, so they're playing really good defensively. So they got a they got a pretty favorable schedule. I think just got to keep doing what they're doing, uh, win a game or two against um, like the Bills or some of the teams you expect them to lose, and then they're in, they're in, and where they go from there, it's you know who knows. Yeah, I mean this was uh, pretty much beyond dominate because. When at first you were like, all right, they beat the Jets, okay, they beat the Texans, then they beat the Chargers, now they beat the Browns. You know, I think you can say that the Patriots are in the top three in the AFC now. I think the way that Mac Jones is playing, I mean, yeah, he went 19 for 23, and then when I when you drill down on those completions. 16 were like within five yards so they he's definitely dinking and donking but i think that was that's just the way bill likes it right that was tom brady's like favorite thing to do when he was playing was dinking and donking right getting five yards at a time so i don't i don't think that he's playing that far off what the offense calls for right yeah, and, and it's honestly what I had expected when they drafted him to begin with. I think he's the perfect quarterback for that that team. Um, he's going to do exactly what you want him to do, uh, like you said. But I don't know if I was go go as high as top three in the uh, in the in the AFC. Um, I still got you know teams like the Bills, uh, the Ravens, Titans, you know, uh, ahead of them. Um, but I think they're in the mix for sure for like a fifth, sixth, you know, seventh seed or whatever. I think for sure they're in that mix. Um, they just got to keep keep it up. You know, don't get too excited with one game. Uh, doesn't matter if it's 45 to 7 or 100 to 7. You got a game this week starting tomorrow. You got to focus on it and be prepared. Because the worst thing to do is to, you know, especially on a Thursday night, you got a short short week you don't want to come out and not be prepared and and lose a game that you should win um but you know i i think they're in good position i i not necessarily gonna you know crown them uh the best or you know top three at this point but they're in good shape for sure well i'm definitely crowning them and i'm not saying that because i'm a homer and i love the pages but i'm saying that because I think this is the third game or the second game with no turnovers. Uh, they control the ball. They ran over 100 for like the fourth consecutive time. And uh, and they say, you know, with all the hype that surrounds the Cleveland Browns, you know, I think from here, I think this was, this may have been 
the nail in the coffin for the Browns. I don't think they recover from this. Um, I mean, the Browns had a good defense. They had a number one uh, rush passing defense. So I think that, yeah, I think I'm crowning them in the top three. I know the Bills and Tennessee, I would definitely think that they're better. I know they play, they play Tennessee down the road and they play the Bills down the road. And I think that's a good measurement for how good this team can be. I think the Baltimore has flaws, a lot of flaw, a lot of flaws in that in that team, especially the offense. So I don't I don't see them as a complete team. The Patriots, I see them as a complete team. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. I'm not quite there just yet. I think they got a. I think they're a well coached team. I think they are short of some talent in some positions. Uh, and then other positions, they have a lot of talent. Um, I think Tennessee is a more talented team. Um, you know, I I think uh, I think the Chiefs are gonna fix things. Um, I you know, the way the Colts have been playing, especially running the ball, they they might be a team to reckon with down the stretch. Um, and I'm not counting out the Chargers yet. Um, so. You know, I think there's a lot of team and the Steelers. I didn't mention the Steelers, but honestly, you know, I don't know what to say about the Steelers. But I just think it's it's a lot of it's like a, a big mess in the AFC. It's all up for grabs, and it's really hard outside of to me outside of like the Bills, Ravens, Titans. It's kind of hard, and even the Titans, you know, losing not having Derrick Henry, it's just hard to like separate those teams from each other. Well, I'm, I'm making it easy for you, Ron. That AFC West is a bungover mess. And that AFC North is kind of a bungover mess too because they're going to beat each other up. Same thing with the AFC West. They're going to beat each other up. I don't think the Chargers' defense is really that good. Their offense is great, but the defense is not that good. And I guess you can say the same thing about the Chiefs. I don't know how, I mean beating uh the who they beat this week they put up 41 points on them uh the raiders i don't i don't know the raiders are you know even though i picked them which i'm definitely wishing now that i didn't i think the raiders are on the way down uh i think the Chargers will have ultimately will have a better record than them they're not going to win the west uh, but they will have a better record. But again, I don't. I mean, the Steelers do play the Chargers next week. So let's let's talk about the Steelers. Let's just go into it. Why? What happened the other day? Why did it tie the Lions? <laughs> yeah, that was one of the worst games, worst play games in probably NFL history. It was just, it was bad, all bad, um, all the way around. Um, you know, for the Steelers, um, you know, late notice, unfortunately, with Big Ben being added to the COVID list, I think it was Saturday, the night before the game. So we had to go with Mason Rudolph. Not, you know, not to say that he's not prepared. He gets a lot of the reps, uh, you know, during the week because Big Ben usually sits out for like the first part of the week every week. So that's not abnormal. So, uh, you know, with, with Mason, it just goes to show you he's just not ready to to be the quarterback um he's not the answer for next year um 
And I think for anyone who was who was holding out hope for him to be the answer, I think uh, they realized that he's not at all. Um, we didn't play well. Mason missed some throws defensively. We were horrendous tackling uh, for sure. Um, we just did not play well at all. Um, that fourth quarter and it's, that overtime was just awful. It was just like, it was painful to watch on both sides. It seems like, you know, both teams were just giving the game away. They were in position to, to win. Um, and both teams just kept blowing it at the end. With fumbles, penalties, whatever, you know, whatever it took to, to blow it, that's what they were doing. Uh, and that was just this excruciating to, to witness. So did nobody explain the rules to Najee while he was watching the overtime? So tell me how someone who goes to Alabama uh, has, you know, a charitable event left and right, but yeah, he doesn't know the rules of the NFL that it could end in a tie. I, I'm, you know, I, I hear this almost like it feels like every year someone, you know, a rookie comes out and says, well, I didn't know the rules that games could end in a tie. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know if they really be honest and you know when they say that or they're just saying that to stir things up it doesn't make any sense to me you know the nfl has always been different uh we lag behind i think when it, you know in terms of like what the rules should be and um and i'm okay with the tie let me just say this i know a lot of people aren't but i would rather have a tie than to watch another quarter <laughs> of football that was played like that um that was like i said terrible at one point i was saying just take a damn loss you know, because this is just like ridiculous. Someone's going to get hurt, um, or you know, and TJ did right. TJ got got hurt, might miss some some time. But I was worried about like just someone getting severely hurt because we just couldn't figure out how to kick a field goal at the end of the game. Um, but I'm I'm fine with the, uh, the the overtime rules. I'm okay with the tie. I just don't think the Steelers. Um, are that good of a team and you know i did pick them pick them to win i had them winning 24 17 uh but you know that was with big ben playing and obviously with uh with mason coming in i'm not surprised uh that it ended in the tie at all so i mean this is i mean the the steelers had three turnovers and detroit had none i mean without big ben playing you you you're happy with a tie, right? Because this could have been easy, an uh, easy loss, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I texted you when the news came out about him not playing. I was like, what the hell? Um, I thought it can go either way. I thought we could win, uh, but I, I, I thought for sure we could, could lose, you know. And all this, there's a lot of noise about Detroit. Yeah, they're not a good, good football team. They don't have a win yet. Goff is a terrible quarterback. He's not that great at all. But it's still the NFL, right? Any team can beat any team at any point if you don't show up. Um, so I was concerned, for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, when, we, when it started off, uh, I think we took the lead early, 7 nothing. Okay, we're in pretty good shape. But, you know, from there, we, you know, it just all we were able to do is kick field goals. Um, you know, Mason just could not sustain drives. He missed some wide open throws that he needed to make um you know he threw 50 times too um you know we did run a lot but you know 50 passes from him is not what you want at all um 
And it's what, what can you do? You got Najee with 26 carries and you have nothing behind him. So, you know, Betty still got one carry and that was it. Uh, that was all, you know, that 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 just shows you the, the flaws with this team. Uh, not having uh, offensively, uh, you know, a backup uh, quarterback or a quarterback to lead team, you know, for the future. Not having anyone behind Harris in case he goes down at some point. Um, and then, you know, not having our receivers too. We had some receivers that were hurt. Um, so we, we have some issues, period. Uh, the team has some issues. Yeah, I mean, you guys went into the red zone four times and only scored once and that was at the beginning of the quarter and if you would have put points on the board those other three times you could have won this game going away easily because i mean the the uh detroit lions only went into the red zone one time (laughs) the other points were you know off turnovers it was just yeah this offense is this offense, even though they they can play between the the twenty yards, they can't actually score when they get in the red zone. So it's you know it's this was a layup, and you got away with it by having a tie game. So I, kudos to the Steelers because they found a way. They, but I mean this was next week you get the Chargers. So what? Well, actually, before we even talk about next week, let's let's say the Pats the predictions for the Pats. So they play Atlanta on Thursday. And I have the Pats winning 35-17. What's your prediction? So this game, I think, um, I don't see the Patriots scoring 30 at all. It's in Atlanta. Um, I think the spread is 7. Patriots favored by 7. I think it's going to be like a low fairly low scoring game. I have the Patriots uh, scoring 25, Falcons 17. Um, I don't think the Patriots going to run away with this one uh, for some reason. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the way the last couple of the games that they've gone off uh, ha- has been at home. When they play away, um, you know, it's, it's usually a closer game. So um, I'm going to give the Patriots 25 and the Falcons 17. They'll still figure out a, a way to win. I think they're a better team, a better coach team for sure. Um, but I think it's going to be a little bit closer. Um, and what you have yeah you're giving the Falcons defense a lot of uh, leeway there you know they're um, they're second to dead last yeah they're, they're not a great defensive team but the Patriots on the road they're uh, undefeated on know, the road yeah but how many points are they averaging on the road um, I don't think they get into the 30s I just don't uh, you know it, and not to mention it's a Thursday night game, right? So let, let's let's see how hurt they are, you know, from the, this past week. Um, and you know, I, I think it's going to be a, a lower scoring, lower scoring uh, game. I don't have the over unders in front of me, but uh, forty seven points. It's over under. Yeah, so so I'm at I'm at forty two. Yeah, I'm at forty two. Um, so I'm going. I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm looking at the injury report, and they don't have... I mean, everyone is questionable. There's no one that's out that you would be like, oh, man, they're going to miss this guy. I think everyone is playing pretty much for both teams. Oh, actually, no, I was wrong. The Falcons do have 
a couple of linebackers and tight ends that are out some cornerbacks so yeah i i do expect to uh see mac jones and see a lot of uh stevenson just overall the same quality of play i don't i don't think that they're gonna uh, regress is what i'm saying all right so the the steelers play the Chargers next week uh and you were just saying how the Chargers are up and coming so what's your prediction again for the steelers against the Chargers? yeah it's a hard one to predict right because big ben hasn't been cleared yet but he can be cleared to play if he has uh two negative tests in a row so chances are he will uh, you know i'm assuming he's gonna have a negative test he'll be able to play but at the same time we got tj watt who's hurt uh claypool who's hurt um you know um Najee had like an injury that showed up last week but he you know he was able to play through it um and then you know for the chargers you got uh both and somebody else that showed up on the COVID list um so it's i think this is gonna be a tough game to call but um, with Big Ben playing, I, I, I honestly think they're going to lose, still lose this game. I think the Chargers coming off a uh, bye week. Did they come off a bye week or did they play last week? I can't even remember now. But No, it's a bye I think week. That, yeah. I think the Chargers are going to, especially since this game is not that home, diff- you know, home field makes a huge difference this year. It doesn't. But I have a feeling the Steelers are going to come out flat, uh, even with Big Ben playing, you know, missing Claypool. Um they're going to come out a little bit flat on offense. Uh, so I have the Chargers 23, Steelers 16. Yeah, that's not far off from where I put them. Um, so I have Steelers 17 and Chargers 24. I think I think the Steelers are going to... They average about 17 points a game. And I think they're right about their average. And uh, the Chargers just have a better offense. And I think that... I actually like that Chargers coach. I know this is his first year, but he's actually a pretty good coach. Uh, He was the defensive coordinator for the Rams last year, and they were a really good defense. So I I think that this is going to be an L for Steelers, which would drop them to 6-5 in the division. Uh, They would be 6-4-1, right? Yep. I mean, sorry, five and four and one. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I forgot to mention. uh, Yeah, I'm talking about T.J. Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick. It looks like he's going to be out. um, You know, this week, so that that's huge. Um, And then they have like Joe Hayden, some other folks that were questionable. Uh, So they have the Steelers have a lot of injuries. Uh, I don't know that if, if. you know, I think it would have been tough for them to to win even if they were healthy. To be honest, quite honest, I thought you know I think it would have been a uh, close game if they were healthy enough to speed. Uh, but with these injuries and these question marks heading into this game, I think you know they're going to take an L here. Yeah, and by taking this L, I think that's going to affect them in the division because looking at the other three teams, it's, I mean, the Ravens play the Bears. The Browns play the, play the Lions, and then the Bengals play the Raiders. Which you can say right now it's they're the Bengals are favored by one point. So I mean you can go either way with that game. But the other two games, 
uh, it looks like you know there could be victory for Baltimore and and Cleveland. What what's your estimation on that? Yeah, I mean that's why this past week was was critical for us to take advantage, you know, of, of the Ravens losing. Um, it would be great if we can kick it, if come out with a win, have a tie for first place, a little bit of a cushion to take, um, you know, take a couple losses if we needed to with these injuries. But you know, you're right. Um, it's going to be tough sledding, I think, for them. They need to get healthy. They need to get healthy fast. That um, you know, it's one thing to lose. Uh, you know, to the Chargers and have a tie against Detroit. But if you get into like a losing streak, you know, two, three games uh, without getting a win, um, they're going to be on the outside looking in. Unfortunately, um, the other the other game that I would I would say that this was definitely an upset for week number ten. So the Tampa Tampa Bay loses to Washington. Um, what? What happened in that game? Why did they lose to Washington, which I think that team was dead last in that division? Turnovers. Um, you know, turnovers for the most part. That's what it came down to. Um, they just didn't play well. They haven't played well now for a few weeks straight. So um, I don't know what's going on uh, with the Bucks. I'm a little bit concerned. Um, I was texting you guys. You know, during the game, like, what the hell's going on with them? Um, yeah, because know. they lost the game before the bye week, and they lose the game after the bye week. So, what is going on? Because you and yeah. I were talking about it. They'll get things fixed, but it doesn't it doesn't look like they're there yet. Not at all. They're playing stupid football, like uh, the coach said. They're just you know being dumb. Um, lots of penalties, um, lots of bad turnovers. Um, they just don't have it going right now. And, you know, you would think that, you know, no way they would lose two in a row or uh, lose coming out of a bye. Uh, that just doesn't happen with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians and the rest of the guys that are on the team. But, um, you know, here we are, you know. So, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's one of those things. It's just like, you know, will they fix it this week? Um, they better. If they want to be taken seriously, uh, I think they need to fix it quick. And I think part of it, too, uh, I think a lot of it, honestly, more than, you know, people are willing to admit is, you know, with A.B. not playing, um, you know, he's been a factor, right? He's been a, he was a huge factor to begin the season. He hasn't been there for a couple of weeks now, for a few weeks. <clears throat> so it's, it's, you know, and he's been, for whatever reason, uh, Tom, one of Tom Brady's biggest targets. So they need AB back. They need Gronk back. They need to get healthy too. But they just need to play better. Period. Regardless of like who's playing or not, um, they need to uh, execute better. And that that you know starts with Tom Brady. Uh, it, it does. It starts with him playing better. Yeah, I mean this was a uh, the defense played bad. The offense played bad. Uh, your stars are playing bad. 53 yards rushing is not good enough. That's horrible. Um, you know, Gronk not being there, AB not being there, which, you know, I think when they got AB, people thought, oh, this guy, you know, they already have enough weapons on the team. But it looks like him, Tom Brady and AB, they have a relationship. <laughs> they have a relationship that that's his, he likes AB, he trusts AB over the other receivers. 
what's wrong with Mike Evans and Godwin and the rest? Why, why doesn't he have the same trust? I think you know. I think he has the trust. I think he's just stuck in this. I think everyone has has their role, right? And Tom is really good at you know he's pr been pretty good at mixing it, uh, you know, around. Um, but at the same time, when your when your top receivers are covered, it's good to have a Gronk, uh, you know, to dump it off to. It's good to have an AB to dump it off to, if if Godwin or, or Evans are covered. Well, Godwin and Evans, you know, have been covered for the most part, and he doesn't have those fat, you know, those guys uh, to, to to dump it off to and to to make a play out of nothing. I think that's that's what it's kind of come down to. And unfortunately, uh, for whatever reason, um, you know, they haven't relied. They they should, what they should have been doing, I think, offensively, is leading more in the running game, and they're refusing to do that. Um, that's you know part of the problem with the Bucks too. They can they can just say I'm just gonna chuck it all over the place when they got two decent running backs on their team, and they can you know control the game a little bit more, set up play action a little bit better, um, and they just they don't stick with it um, unfortunately. But we'll see what what kind of game plan they come out with this week. I think it's critical for them to to, to get back to winning winning football. Uh, if they come out and lose. Um, you know, against the Giants um, at home, we got some we got some serious problems. I mean, which team do you think is better, the Washington football team or the New York Giants? I honestly think the the Giants are better. Yeah. Um, so, having the, said that, this is not an a layup by any means. Not at all. Not at all. And again, it depends on who plays. Um, but it's not a layup. They're going to have to come out and execute. They got to take, you know, the Giants seriously. I think Barkley's back at practice too. Not, you know, not that I expect them to go off or anything, but they're not going to be one-dimensional. Um, so the defense has to step up too and make some plays, get, create some turnovers, uh, give Tom Brady some, you know, some shorter field, better field position. And you know, I think the the Bucks they have to, you know, if if. If they're short Gronk and AB again, they, they're going to have to change it up a little bit and run a little bit more than they probably want to. Yeah, I mean, I wish that Chris was able to join us because at the beginning of the year, I would have said this was an automatic win for Tampa Bay. But now, now that we know that Tampa Bay is not ready to be dominant like they used to, like they did last year. I think that this game is critical because if they go six and four, that means that that division is up for grabs, right? Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, it it, it depends on what you get out of the Saints. Um, depends on what Atlanta does. Carolina. I don't think, yeah, Carolina. You know, I still think it's for their, you know, for them to take the division. Again, they're they are a team that's going to get more healthy you know those guys are going to come back um uh and you think they got some guys returning on defense too pretty soon so they're in pretty good shape but you don't just don't want to go out and, and get into losing right you, you don't want to lose at all um they're a heavy favorite they're 11 point favorite for this game at least uh opening that was that's the opening line um they they got to go out and win i don't i'm trying to remember what they were last week 
Yeah, I'm sure they were a huge favorite too against uh, Washington. Um, a ten point favorite against Washington, they lost. So, you know that that goes to show you that really doesn't mean anything. But you know, people are expecting to win. They got to go out and win regardless of who's playing. I mean, I predicted that they would win because I just can't see Tom Brady prime time television Monday Night Football him uh, just you know dro uh, dropping the ball and just a big laying a big egg in the middle of the field so I, I gave them a 35-17 win on Monday night what's your prediction um I want to lower this like on the spot I originally had 33 to 27 but I, I, I am I'm still I don't know if the Bucks are going to put up 30 here. Um, I, I'm going to give them 28, and I, I'm going to give the, the Giants 25. I think it's going to be a, a much closer game um, than, it, than it needs to be, than it should be. I still think, you know, the, the Bucks got they, they got to show me something. Um, you know, they're a team that you should, you know, you should, we should be able to trust, right? They just they're Super Bowl champions. They pulled out all those games in a row last year. They're well coached. You got Tom Brady. We should trust them. But the way they play the last few weeks, it's just like you got to show me something again to to for me to like really believe that you're 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 going to go out and and execute every single every single week. I mean, you you picked them to win the Super Bowl. Are you having second thoughts now? No, no, I'm not having second thoughts. I, I just, I mean, I think all teams go through this, right? All teams have a moment uh, or a few moments throughout the year where they're you're just like, okay, they need to fix this or they need to fix that. No, no one goes undefeated, um, generally speaking, with, with no flaws, uh, offensively, defensively, special teams. You're always going to have something. Um, you know, and I, I mean, even with the NFC now, it's like no team's perfect. Yeah, you got you know you got teams that are playing well, like the Cardinals, Packers, whoever. But you know, I think you still go through this usually, um, for the most part during the season. And I think you know teams generally bounce back from these things. So at least well-coached teams, uh, teams with like good leaders, uh, like the Tom Brady veterans that have been been through these type type of things and seen everything. They keep everybody engaged. They keep everybody focused. Uh, they keep everyone motivated. So, you know, I think, I'm, you know, I, I think things in the NFC generally will be more difficult. It's going to be much more of a challenge than it was last year uh, to go back and repeat. But I'm not going to change, you know, my pick for the Bucks winning uh, and getting into the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I, I think they'll figure it out. I think, you know, hopefully... You know, knock on wood, they'll they'll get healthy, get a lot of their guys back offensively and defensively, and um, they'll make another run at it. But I just think they're going through a a, you know, a little growth uh, opportunities, I guess, uh, where they're struggling a little bit, um, and they're going to have to figure things out. Well, I don't, I don't, I didn't pick them to win the Super Bowl, and if for whatever reason they lose to the Giants. Even if it's if it's a, cl a close game like you mentioned, I'm 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 signing off on them. Unless I mean, I do see them making the playoffs, but I don't see them getting in the Super Bowl. And they just not the defense still hasn't 
been dominant enough and i think that the running game is you know some weeks is there some weeks is not you know i the coaching especially the offense and play calling is you know i think it's hurting uh what's his name stock uh what's the uh, byron leftwich i think his calling plays is hurting him because when you have the weapons that you do and i know that the offensive line is hurting but i know when you have the weapons that you do you got to use those weapons you got evans you got godwin you know you got bray which he's no wrong but he's decent and then you have you know the goat playing for you i think you can do better than losing to washington or who was the other team that they lost to the week before I'll, I'll say this you know it doesn't matter who your coach is or who your coordinator is Ira Leftwich isn't the one out there making throws um, Brady is you know and he does this from time to time where he'll have a couple games where he throws multiple touchdowns or multiple interceptions um, so you know Brady's not perfect right he, he, he has these games from time to time um, I wouldn't necessarily even if they lose against the Giants I'm not going to count them out because who are you counting in um, you're not going to count the Ram- are you counting the Rams in after they you know just got dumped struck by the 49ers no I I, no, I like right. the Cardinals I like Green Bay I like Dallas I like these other but, teams but any, before anything like could Green happen Bay. yeah yeah a lot you're right the competition is is better yeah it's much better but it's but you know you can't. It's it's way too early, I think, to count the Bucks completely out. They're still the most. <laughs> way too. This is top. week eleven. What was way too early? Week eleven. There's only seventeen weeks. Only after this week is six games. Uh, I think this is much bigger than you're letting the people. Not at all. They, yes. they they were a wild card team last year, right? They won the Super Bowl. That's my point. It doesn't matter where you you finish. You just need to peak at the right time. I think regular season and playoffs are completely different, and I for damn sure will take everyone on the Bucks with the experience they have and Tom Brady leaving them, leading them. Uh, I'll take them in the playoffs over Matthew Stafford, who was, I can't remember when the last time he's been in the playoffs. Uh, I'll take him better than Dak Prescott. Uh, Favre scares me, not Favre, but uh, Rodgers scares me. Um, he does. I'm not going to lie, especially with Green Bay Pink playing better defense. But my point is, they get to the playoffs, whether it's wild card uh, or not. Um, they're the team I'm going to trust above um, most of the other teams. Mm, okay, we'll see about that. Only time would tell. And then when they're you know out of the out of the playoffs, then you're going to give me tons of excuses about how their defense wasn't up to par. About how they had so many injuries. Listen, you Not need to take you need to take care of business now. This is a November, December. This is the time that you bid for that first round buy that you get high up in the ranks. If you're kind of struggling now, still trying to figure it out, I don't know, man. I think this NFC is, you know, Dallas is playing really, really well. Uh, they just lost like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, exactly. And what happened to the Falcons? <laughs> they got spent. So yeah, it's, <laughs> but they just you know they just lost two weeks, two weeks ago. We we're like, what the hell's going on with Dallas? They fixed saying, it. Yes. They fixed it though. 
That's yeah. what I mean. And, you, and that's Bucks, a good team. The Bucks will fix it. Okay. All right. See, you just they'll, they'll fix it, it. was all excuses, and then now you're like, they'll fix it. All right. Oh, so no excuses here. They're, they're playing. I said at the beginning, they're playing terrible, and it starts with Brady. Right? He's playing. He's not playing to his potential. Um, it starts with him, and it trickles down to everybody else. They got to play better. There's no excuses. They're playing stupid football. Bruce Arians called it out. They know it. You know they're veterans. They know it. They got to fix it. I think you know, I think Brady is. can fix it. I don't know if the defense is fixable though. When when you look at the ranking, when you look at where they are compared to other teams, they're dead last. They're in the bottom twenty uh, with with sacks. We're rushing the passer. So, you know, you can score on that defense. So now it's just a matter of, like, can you score more points than Tom Brady? Probably not. But I know Dallas can. I know Green Bay can. Um, we still don't know about the Cardinals. But, I mean, it's, it, this is not 2020. And I think that last year it was, you know, I'm going to give it to Brady. He won the Super Bowl. You know, hooray for him. But... 2021 is a different year and i i just have they haven't seen it i saw it through the first couple of weeks even with the bad defense but now i think people are figuring it out and people are you know they're like oh you know what let's just play cover two and let him beat us and, you know with dink and dunks he's not gonna get the big touchdowns anymore not with without a beat so i think you know i think that there will be a better team when ab comes back and if Gronk comes back, but you know they have to show me that they can be dominant again. That's why I give them a 35-17 because they have to show me that they're dominant. If they struggle against New York, first of all, not only is that a win for New York, which boasts that division, because now the Eagles are looking frisky. I'm not saying that they're gonna win the division, but it's it's now it's not looking like a bad division as we first thought. It's still bad. <laughs> it's still a bad division. Um, you know, the Eagles, <clears throat> they're doing some things that are, you know, you should be happy, you know, happy for them. I'm happy for Jalen Hurts. Um, but it's it's a bad division. Um, the Giants aren't that good. You know, it, hey, we, we've had years. We've seen teams just like come up with inexplicable losses. Um, but... I think with the NFL, such a long season, it doesn't matter what happens throughout the season. It just matters if you peak at the right time, if you get healthy at the right time. Um, that's what's more important than anything else that happens throughout the, the regular season. All right. All right. So the regular season doesn't matter now? That's how you're saying? Not at all. Okay. I think, I mean, I, I think we've seen enough this year and last year to to say that right I, I we know that home teams have a losing record this year we know that the Super Bowl champion was a wild card last year I think we've seen enough to say the regular season you know what matters is you get in that's it what matters is that you get in healthy too uh, you don't want to get in and be you know a team that's missing your starting running back like t like Tennessee is going to have a problem when they get into the playoffs without Derrick Henry right you don't want to be that team um but you're in you got a chance if you're healthy for sure yeah i think the regular season still matters i think that you basically fix 
your problems during the regular season fix whatever it is that's broken during the regular season and you only do that by winning games if you're losing games and you're saying oh you know what we didn't play this well this well so we need to fix that so we can win but then you lose again and you're like you know what we lost because we didn't fix that i don't know this is just too many excuses for me uh especially with 2021 have been so competitive that you know yes the home teams are kind of losing games but i think that the fact that the crowds are back i think that if if tampa bay plays in green bay and the crowd is there i think it's a different game i know that there was a lot of turnovers but i think that's a different game i think if they play the saints and the crowd is there i think that's a different game too i i just i know 2020 20 was different and people were indoors and the pandemic and blah 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 and i know that this year you have to deal with covid but i think that winning games in the regular season matter and the way you win them matters and if you're just getting by you know 28 to 25 that's not gonna cut it i'm sorry especially against the new york giants no you need to whip them and whip them good and show them that hey we are the world champions respect us respect us or get out of here i think that's in my opinion what the Tampa Bay needs to do Hey, well, like I said, I, mean, I looked to last year and say, I, I could say all those things, but you barely, they barely beat the Falcons last year, you know, during the regular season. They, you know, they had a game where they almost lost to the Falcons. Um, they've had some, some, you know, close games throughout the season. Um, you know, I, I just think with the playoffs, I think everyone level sets to say it's, you know, this is it, you know, you can't lose anymore. Right. So people take it more seriously. Number one. Uh, number two, the experience matters. Right. So if you've been there before, leadership matters. Experience matters. They can get you, you know, players prepared for that big game, for those big moments. Um, so it doesn't matter if you're on the road or at home. Um, when it's playoff time, you know, it, it, anything can go, um, you know, so. The Bucks, if they're in, they're a dangerous team that you gotta look out for. I'm not, I'm not undermining any everybody else. Like I said, the NFC is gonna be tough. No win's gonna be an easy win, uh, but I still rather have Tom Brady and and Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich, uh, and definitely the roster uh, for the Bucks than just about every other roster in the NFC, uh, including the Rams. To be quite honest with you, so <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's gonna be. Who knows what's going to happen, right? Who knows? Um, that's that's why they, they play the games. Um, Tom can go out this week and get hurt, tear his ACL, and that's all she wrote. Uh, or they can go out and spank the Giants, uh, go on and make a run, and then still lose in the playoffs. So that's just how the NFL works. It's, it, you know, no one knows. Well, if, if, if everyone knew that that was the case, they wouldn't watch the games. You know, it's, the thing is that we we have ex expectations, right? We know that, hey, if you want to be play elite with the elite teams, you got to beat teams like the New York Giants. And you got to beat them good. And you don't consider yourself elite. You don't consider yourself, uh, you know, Super Bowl bound by just scraping by. That's what I'm saying is you need to be dominant. You need to be put your foot down. If, you know, this... 
excuses come a dime a dozen but you need to you know put your foot down and cut up circulation and say i'm here all right so having said that who uh, who's your upset special so my upset for this we had you want to review last week that was a mess for i think both of us last week yeah so last week i went with atlanta over dallas and that was a big mistake and even when we were doing the podcast i was like wow this is gonna be a massacre because their defense is horrible and sure enough dallas just whooped them out of the stadium who and you had a green bay seattle Mm-hmm. Uh, 26-20 And Seattle didn't even score Yeah So at the time I mean I fully expected both um, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson to play I thought it'd be a really competitive game uh, I thought it'd be a fairly high scoring game um, And what it turned into was You know Russell Wilson not playing for several weeks And looking really rusty um, And Green Bay just doing enough uh, to, to win the game now you know, Green Bay didn't didn't uh, go through the game on skate. They they did lose Aaron Jones. It looks like he's gonna be out a couple weeks potentially. Uh, so that might be a big loss for the next few weeks until he gets back. But um, yeah, I was expecting more from Russell Wilson. I, you know, I I looked to him like as as being Superman. Uh, yeah, I thought he'd just come out and just like pick it up where he left, and that wasn't the case at all. So it's gonna it's gonna take a couple weeks. It looks like uh, for him to. Uh, to get rid of the rust um, but he's going to have to figure that out like this week because you know they are uh, what's Seattle's record right now I think they're under 500 um, so so they got to get things going they're 3 and 6 right and that's a team that most people had in the playoffs so you know they got to knock the, the rust off right away uh, and Russell Wilson needs to get going when you had Seattle in the playoffs I did. I had Seattle in the playoffs uh, beginning of the year. I think you did too. I think we both had them winning like 10 games or so or 11 games. Uh, let me see. So in the West, we, uh, yeah, we both had them as over, over the nine and a half. Um, yeah. But when we did the midseason review, did you pick Seattle again? I so I didn't not I didn't change them I didn't remove them <clears throat> because I knew Russell Wilson was coming back three they were three and five at the time um, and I thought with Russell Wilson coming back even with a tough schedule they they they'd be able to turn things around I still think they can uh, three and six is not a death sentence um, they can turn around and get into like a five six game winning streak um, and get in um, but like I said it's you know it's going to be with Russell Wilson getting. Um, like healthy and uh, you know getting back into his groove like right away that needs to happen uh, they can't go out and get shut out again doesn't matter who they play I know the I know the Green Bay defense is really really good this year um, but there's no excuses right they gotta they gotta figure things out quickly because they don't have room for error at this point they got six losses already so they can't afford to go out and lose another one they gotta get they gotta get it going I can tell you right now they're not gonna make it because they play the Cardinals and it looks like Murray is gonna play that game and the 49ers are 
four and five, and they're playing the Jaguars. So unless the Jaguars can pull a, a victory there, they're gonna go five and five. And if they can beat the Cardinals, that's a big if. They'll go four and six, but if they lose against the Cardinals, they'll be three and seven. I don't think that's enough for them to play. And I had them, I had them getting the seventh seed in the NFC, uh, but I don't, I don't think they. I think that division is too tough. I think they might be done. In my opinion, I think they're done. If yeah, if I mean, they, they lose, lose, if they lose this game against the Cardinals. There's no coming back from seven losses. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I think if they lose this week, it's going to be there's no way. Well, I don't want to say there's no way, but it's going to be extremely difficult for them to like pull off six, seven wins in a row, whatever it takes at that point uh, to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I had them. I had them getting the seven, and I had Atlanta getting the six. I do expect the Pages to win, which in turn would make Atlanta go, what's what's going to be their record then? So their record for the, there would be four and six. So I, don't, I don't know, maybe they can still make it with that record. I don't know. They ha- It's a tough schedule because they have to play the Bucks. They still have to play Carolina. They still have to play the Saints. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them to make it. Yeah, but going into uh, so going into my uh, I guess my upset for this week, I think that's where we kind of started. Um, tough games this week to call. Um, I think the one that stands out the most, you know, and this has a big spread too. And I've been unlucky. We're not unlucky. I just I haven't been successful. I guess at picking the upsets with these huge spreads, but. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts at the at, at Buffalo. Uh, Bills are a seven-point favorite. Um, Colts are playing good, good football, better football. They're running the ball. I don't fully trust Carson Wentz. He, he, he does scare me. Um, so, you know, he, he can ruin it for me. But uh, at the same time, Buffalo seems to be one, you know, stuck on being one-dimensional offensively. Uh, they want it to be all about Josh Allen. Uh, and if Colts can slow him down to a certain extent, they'll they'll have a chance to win. Um, so you know, and if and for sure, if you know this guy goes off again, uh, rushing the ball, it's it's a done deal. The Colts are going to win the game. So I got I got the Bills twenty five, the uh, Colts twenty seven. Yeah, I was I was looking at that game, and then the other game that I was kind of looking at was the Ravens Bears game that's there they have Baltimore favored by four and a half and then I was like who do I trust more the Chicago Bears or the Indianapolis Colts and I was like yeah I think the Colts it's more even though it's a bigger it's a higher um, spread I like Indy over Buffalo 21-17 but I, I do I do think that the Bears can compete with the Ravens. Um, I just think that the other game that we saw the other week when we went to the bar, the, the Bears against the Steelers, I think that they they can compete. I just don't know if they're they can handle the run. 
Um, the over-under is uh, 45 points for the Ravens-Bears, and it's 50 for the Colts-Bears. So, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm also picking the Indy Buffalo. And, uh, and if Buffalo loses this one, what I tell you, here comes the Patriots. I think there might yeah. be there might be tie in that division, right? Or there might be up by a half game. Yeah, they may be up by a half at that point. But um, it's funny you mentioned Chicago. That was the other team that I was like, oh, this looks this looks pretty interesting too. Um, I wanted to pick Chicago, um, but I feel like you know when I pick Chicago, that's when they go out and they they have a Chicago type game. And they do some like Matt Nagy stupid type shit, um, so it's it worries me to pick them. Um, I think they are a better football team. They're playing a little bit better. Um, I think Justin Fields is playing a lot better. And you know the Ravens. I don't think they were as bad though as they showed uh, against the Dolphins. So that part scares me too because I think Baltimore can come and say, "What the fuck? You know, just happened this past week." And they can really go out there and take it out in Chicago. So, you know, uh, that's it, it scared me off of that game. Um, so that's why, you know, I was like, let me just go with the, with the Colts because I do think they're playing well. They're fairly healthy. Um, and, the, you know, the Bills, I love the Bills. Don't get me wrong. I have them in the uh, Super Bowl as well. But they are still too one-dimensional. And, uh, you know, like, they're relying, like I said, on Josh Allen being the MVP and willing them into the into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl. And um, I don't think that's a formula for success. I mean, they have the the best defense in that conference, statistically, anyways. As far as that, you know, they don't allow a lot of points. They don't allow a lot of uh, rush yards. So they have a good defense, but it's like you mentioned earlier. Their offense can sometimes be like one-dimensional. So it's like, are you, you know, are you counting too much on Josh Allen, or are you are uh, like, uh, can you rush and pass and not count so much on Allen? So it's, you know, I I don't know. It's 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 iffy, and I think that if you can take the pass away, I think you can beat the Bills. Even if I think the game is gonna be closer though. Um, what did I say? Twenty-one seventeen. Oh, I think that's probably as close as you can make the game. Yeah, and I don't know what the weather is too. Like that—that'll be the interesting part, right? Like, so what type of weather are you getting in Buffalo this weekend? Is it going to be a clear day, no snow, uh, and both teams, you know, can can throw and run the ball effectively, or is it going to be like a snow game where you know you're going to have to rely on the run? Uh, or just have Josh Allen try to chuck into the snow regardless, uh, which you know wouldn't surprise me if they do that anyways. Um, you know, <laughs> I think the weather will play a big part too. I, I think we're expecting like some storms up there on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, up up north, at least like in the uh, the uh, Midwest, uh, heading towards the east uh, at some point this weekend. Yeah, that's. I think uh, my mother-in-law was telling you something about a a cold front that's coming up there, up in the northeast. So yeah, we either. So I mean, they might. I don't. I 
it rarely snows when for Thanksgiving, but you know, this could be one of those rare moments where we actually get snow on the ground. So it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to say what kind of weather they're gonna get. I, uh, I'm gonna probably um, might be arriving in Massachusetts just in time for the one o'clock games, but you know. We'll see. We'll see what what we have plans for for the day. But with the Patriots playing tomorrow, I think that Sunday is going to be pretty flexible. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing about being a, a prime time game. You know, <clears throat> you, you can make be able to watch it regardless of what plans you have during the day. So, you know, Patriots play Thursday night. Uh, you'll you'll have a chance to watch them tomorrow, and then and then you'll be able to relax for the most part the rest of the week. Yeah, because that Monday night game, I'm I'm gonna miss because I'm actually gonna go to a Celtics game. I'm actually gonna watch the Celtics this time. Wow, too too early for basketball for me. So yeah, I gotta get excited. I think they're they're actually up to uh, five hundred now. So. Uh, so I told my brother that we're gonna go see them while I'm there. So we're gonna check them out in person and see if they're if they're a legitimate team. Um, on a side note, I gotta tell you this story. Um, so today I got a phone call from uh, I guess this guy works for the Orlando Magic, and uh, he was telling me, uh, "Hey, I saw that you." Uh, purchase tickets for Magic versus Celtics blah 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 and I was like yeah so he was like uh you know I just want to tell you uh we got a five game plan that you know you maybe you'll be interested in what what do you say it's pretty reasonable you get good seats whatever blah blah so I was like alright what's your name and he's like oh my name is Billy and I was like listen Billy I know that the Orlando <laughs> Magic are owned by the DeVos family. And uh, this might be morally or maybe politically driven, but I don't want to give them any more money. I know that <laughs> the, you guys have expensive beers, expensive uh, food. The seats, we already know they're not that expensive because the Orlando Magic stink. So I'm going to tell you right now, don't call me anymore about tickets because I'm not going to support the DeVos family. And I think he's never heard that excuse before. And it wasn't really an excuse, but I was just like, dude, stop calling me. So he was <laughs> like, you know what? I'll make sure I never call you again. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, yeah, that, so that tells you right there how much time I have that... When telemarketers call me, I just flip it on them. And yeah. I already knew that I was going to flip it on this guy as soon as he told me about, like, hey, I'm calling for the Orlando Magic. I was like, dude. All you had to say was you're a Celtics fan, and that's it. I'm a Celtics fan. Don't call me again, please. Well, not only that, but I was like, you know, if I'm only going to one game and it's against the Celtics, obviously I don't want Orlando Magic at all. Yeah. Yeah, well, <clears throat> poor Billy. He got an earful from you, and I know. At I'm, least, <laughs> at 
At least now your number is removed. Yeah, at least I know and not, do not call this guy ever. Right. Um. So the Rams and the Broncos are on a bye week. Uh, any anything else that you want to quickly review, or are you good? I'm good. Um, yeah, it's should be a pretty exciting weekend. Uh, I know you wanted to go out tomorrow to watch the uh, Pats. We'll see how I'm feeling. If I have a fever, if I'm still contagious. I have no idea what I have. Um, we'll see how I'm feeling. See if I can make it out there uh, tomorrow. If not, I'll probably be watching in my crib. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I mean, I'm not fi- I'm not feeling 100%, but I know that tomorrow I'm getting the booster shot. So, oh yeah, I, I don't know how what kind of reaction I'm gonna get. I might, you know, I might set off car alarms. I might, you know, be radioactive. <laughs> who knows? You know how the government is and the injections and all that. So, who knows how I'm gonna be feeling? <laughs> All right, so I guess I'll I'll give you a call um, next Tuesday, and then we'll we'll do this again. Uh, this time we're we're not we're both gonna be not in HQ. We're gonna be away. Yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah. So until next time, peace out. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Please send your questions and or suggestions to Shut Your Mouth Podcast. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can always reach us via Twitter at Shut Your Mouth Podcast or DM us at the gram at Shut Your Mouth Podcast. Again, S H U T Y M Podcast. Until next time, see ya. Peace.